Hey, this is Chase Sexton, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. What's up, you guys? Jeremy McGrath here. You are listening to Moto X Pod Show. Welcome back to the Moto X Pod Show. This week, episode 218. A1 is days away. I want to thank our title sponsor, Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. The Cherubies has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Follow them on Instagram and always let them know that you're listening. Also, Racetech, it's the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products, including award-winning gold valves and settings, are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Also on board, you guys know at Fly Racing, they've been with us for a long time. X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, Torque One Racing, R-Jerky. Get you guys, look, Supercross is right around the corner. You need to have some snacks, R-Jerky. Support the Wadesman Brothers, rjerky.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD21 to save there. Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, and blood lubricants, all part of the show. We appreciate everybody. We have a full house in studio tonight. If you guys are watching on YouTube, uh, great show tonight. Jalik Swole's coming on, and Josh Varese is going to come on and let us know what he's doing. Had Aaron Plessinger scheduled, and then I realized, hey, there's a 450 press conference at the same time as our show. So I texted Aaron. I was like, hey, dude, are you in that press conference? He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, no AP tonight, but that's okay. You guys watched the, the press conference. I jumped in there for a little bit before the show started. Uh, but in studio, as usual, Scotty, what's up, bro? What's happening, guys? It's a, a happy A1 week to everybody. Yeah, dude, I can't Ready wait. Yeah. Hey, what'd you think of that intro song? Dude, I liked it. Yeah? You know yeah. who that is? You ever heard of him? Nope. White Rhino. White Rhino. Yeah, you so know not who the white, is? not white lion, not white snake. No, they they ate white lion. <laughs> they oh, they, they ran yeah. over it. They, they trampled ate white it. White lion. They ate white snake. <laughs> I'd say they ate great white, but great white's the best of all time. So, but their drummer is in studio with us. Oh. My buddy Wes Cargo right here is the was the drummer of, of white man, white rhino, not white. I almost said white lion. <laughs> you go with white snake too. That's yeah, 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 I like. Here white I go again on <laughs> yeah. my own. Dude, that is not white snake. I mean, that's yeah. that. I know that is white snake, yes. but like. I sang it? Yeah, no, no, no. I understand that that's a White Snake song, but I don't feel like that's what you should define White Snake on. Well, I, Still I of the agree, night. but that's kind that's of their fair. biggest hit. Still of the night. Yeah. Same album. Well. Or Give Me All so, Your Love. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that might be the same album, too. But yeah. as I just yeah. mentioned, though, my buddy Wes Cargill in studio. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Glad Happy to be here. It's been a while since you've been in, yeah. right? Like the old a, house, I think. Yeah. The old studio. It's been a minute. Yeah. You just got married. I did. 
Finally. It's going well. Yeah. You know. Building a house. Like, life's going good. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot going on. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, drummer, you yeah. ride, but are you playing any shows? You doing, got any stuff going on with music? Um, just in, um, Harvest Thieves. Yep. Yep. Playing with now, we're making a record. Cool. And, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. Well, um, if you guys want to check out Wes, you can uh, look on YouTube for White Rhino, Harvest Thieves, and Not in the Face. Yeah. He's got a bunch of projects. Those guys all rip. Is that, awesome. that going to be the new intro? Because I like that. It got me. I was. Uh, I'm probably going to keep jamming. main event Daniel stuff for the okay. most part, but maybe we'll switch it up here and there. Because I like that. that, it, that was it's good. good. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's kind of nice to have a little change. Maybe we'll use it for a while. I hadn't even listened to that in a while. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was I, me. I was <laughs> updating my iPod with some music that wasn't on there. I was like, oh, crap. I forgot. You know, I, I got this white rhino stuff. And yeah. But also in studio, Wes's brother. My best friend, Michael Dean Gage. How is everybody? It's good, man. Good. good. Yeah, yeah. Just stay on mic. Don't, I'm don't look working at me when on you're talking. it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's messing yeah. with me. So my boy so. Michael Dean Gage is in here, and if you happen to read the newest article up or last week's article that I did in Racer X or Racer X Online about Ryder Floyd, Ryder mentioned my buddy here, Michael Dean Gage, as his first technical lesson, taught him all the basics and. You've been in here before, too. It's been a while, Michael, but you are a firm believer in technique. Yes, sir. Yeah? Yeah. Elaborate? You want no? me to elaborate on yeah, that? Yeah, man. Okay. I mean, you're yeah, the, I just... Okay, so Michael's a, an A rider in Texas. He's a pro rider in Texas. He's been around a long time. I've said on here a long time ago, multiple times. Best form I've ever seen. The guy just... Look, he's the epitome of technique, of motocross technique. Not, not the blazingest speed all the time. But, man, when he rides, it's beautiful. Thank you for that. It's very humbling to hear that. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, and I, I do believe in the technique because I don't want to fall anymore. I don't want to yeah. crash. I think that hinders you, and uh, if we're talking about pros and everything, then, you know, you look at the guys who have uh, uh, benefited from not crashing, and that's yeah. all the greats. They had minimal injuries, and I think they had superb technique, and, uh, you know, I just, yeah. I believe in that, and I think Ryder's headed in that direction. If if he's got everything going his way now, and he can just maintain the pace and uh, you know keep moving forward and building yeah. each year now, hopefully this will be his good building year. Yeah, I'm sure I've told stories in here with different people about like I've been out riding and I'm on my 450, and my buddy Michael is on a 150 F, not even the race 150, yeah, trail bike. <laughs> And he's like working you. Oh, he's working me. Yeah, he's working me because his corner speed is so good. Like he never, I'm I'm on the brakes and you're probably in, it's like I'm, a fourth I'm, gear on that one. I'm pointing and shooting, and he's just yeah. so it's, and it makes me mad. Like I'm, I get legitimately mad. And, that's and, a and Michael's also the guy that will go out. How old are you now? Fifty one? No, just turned fifty. April. Just, okay, turned yeah. fifty. He will go out, and you kind of have witnessed. I'm about to guy. say I have a story about this. He'll <laughs> go out at a practice. And ride until he runs out of gas and push the bike back and fill up and then go ride again. And you're like, okay, I, like it's time to go home. And Michael's just getting started. He never gets tired. It's, it's, it's no, embarrassing. We we went to a ride day at, at Oak Hill. We live about yeah. three hours from Oak Hill. Yep. He drove us all the way there. Yeah. We got there. They were doing a vet race before the ride day. He rides, um, I've drawn a blank on his name right Shan. now, Shan Garcia's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, CR250 in a class signs up for a class, does one hot lap, come races, leads for like four laps, and then gets, I think he got second, does another moto, 
In between those, he takes his 125 over to the little side track that we were riding on. Yeah, the vet did, did like a 20-minute moto there. Came back, did a second moto. Then rode more motos on the 125 while we were waiting for the rest of the races to finish. And then did and then went and stayed on the track longer than anybody else when they actually did the ride day thing. He was out there for like an hour, just like just lap, lap, yeah, lap. Yeah. He probably he, he definitely did the most laps than anybody else did out there that day for sure. I blew up my one twenty five. I blew up my one twenty five <laughs> trying to run with him for like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank y'all. Yeah. Well, Wes, growing up with that. your brother Michael, when you were really serious about racing, I mean, that's kind of like he, you know, he was your mentor, he was your teacher, and yeah. you learned most of that from him. Yeah, I mean, I I got a late start. Yeah, racing compared to a lot of people, but and you were balancing that with becoming a deciding that you want to become a professional musician at the same time. Yeah, that all kind of started about like I don't know. I started racing around the same time. I really started playing in a lot of bands and yeah. stuff, and you know, I, I was like a good mid pack B rider at the height of my ability, you know, racing mm-hmm. time and. But I feel like I made a lot of progress in a short amount of time due to us spending so much time learning. Yeah. You know, just focus on technique. And I have a similar story about, it, like, with the 150s, you know, we went to Diamond Dawn's one year when they were still having, they still had, like, the newer bike, a class for the newer bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got together with a guy and shredded a radiator, and I went out there and raced that 150 in that class and ended up beating a bunch of guys on 450s and 250fs right. technique and man it just momentum yeah. and technique yep so and and you know i i don't ride much these days i'm looking to get a bike next year yeah once we get back at it and i'm hoping kind of you know it'll it'll come back a little quicker because it built that foundation yep yep so, yeah yeah exactly all right well let's talk about a1 we're uh shoot four days away something like that yeah let's see wednesday thursday friday Four days, press days Friday, because it's Tuesday as we're recording. Uh, Gage, what do you think about the 450 class this year? Obviously, Cooper is our defending champion. Kenny, you know, had a good year, but fell a little short mentally, I think. We've got Eli switching teams. You know all the all the details. What are your thoughts on the 450 season? Who do you look to be your top three for championship? Not top a three, one championship. Top three for the championship. Just put something together today, and uh, Ferrandis, Tomac, and Webb. You wow. Want, do you want okay. me to go into was, detail on why? Past, yeah, yeah that, I do want you to go into detail why, and that's very, very close well, to my picks, but what, let's go with it. Start well, with three. Ferrandis is coming off a great – I mean, you could almost compare his outdoor series to McGrath's 93 season. No one predicted that. He came in. I mean, if you looked at the previous championships, you might, but just the transition into the 450 class – you just wouldn't have thought that he would be able to do what he did, but he got the ball rolling. He never let go. He's got a great team around him, and he never let up. And that's yeah. any you know he wants it, and he has nothing holding him back. Tomac switching teams. He's got something to prove. I just don't think. Isn't he having another kid? Yes. Okay, third kid. Second. That's a distraction. Second kid. Oh, I thought it was a third nope, kid. Second already. kid. All right, second kid. Whatever. Uh, either way, more kids, more responsibility, more new stuff to deal with. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe, but I just don't, I don't feel it. I feel horrendous. Yeah, I, I think with Eli, he is kind of at the, the top of his career. Like he, it's at some point we always see those top guys. They don't win as much. You kind of like, well, what the hell happened? Like they're always going to win, but eventually they stop winning 
And he's at that point where he's got to start coming down soon, I think. And well, he switched teams and the family stuff and the new bike. I think that's, that's a lot to overcome. Well, for me, the thing was in listening to some podcast interviews, and he said, he goes, uh, I will race as long as I can win races. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So his mindset's now just winning races, not championships. And if he's saying that, then you're going to do that. And it's, it's a good point. I'm, I'm cutting it hard and dry now based on. Well, that's, that's how you roll. Yeah. Based on previous experience, watching the championships, listening to the guys and everything. And it just seems like he's, he's got it in him to do second, but I just don't see first. I don't see him willing to hang it out. And Ferrandis has that. Yeah. Sexton has that. If AC gets healthy, isn't he injured right now? Uh, yeah, the, he's AC separation. Okay, that's right. injured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then you got AP coming in hot, wanting something. He's got something to prove. And then you got Muskin on a uh, Supercross only deal mm-hmm. now, and he's got everything to prove and nothing to lose. I mean, at least he's going to go for it, roll the dice. So, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on on his thoughts on Eli Wes? Um, I'll get your top three here in a minute. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what happens okay. because of all of the yeah. different things. It might be invigorating for him, you know, and I've seen they haven't there's not a whole lot of video or anything out of him riding the bike yet. And some, but yeah, not a lot. But even that he looks pretty good on it. And but they they obviously are always made, gonna get the best video footage on yeah. Instagram and YouTube. I mean, they're not showing the bad laps. That's true. Yeah, they're like, but, oh, hey, our guy Eli had a really bad lap here. Hey, Ray does. He's making a living off that. He's making a living off sketchy. They made a lot of progress with yeah. that bike, it seems like. And he's a bigger guy, stronger guy. And mm. that bike seems to suit more physical riders. So, I don't know. I think it could, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I, I see him definitely winning some races, but I don't know about – yeah, I'm a little 50-50 with Eli right now. What's your top three, and then we'll discuss those well, two? I mean, you can't really bet against Webb. I'd have to put him in there. I'd say Webb, and I'm I'm just going to pull for Kenny. Okay. He's got to win one eventually. So that's two. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, Webb, Roxon, and then AC. Really? Even with the, with the AC shoulder issue right now? Yeah. Okay. I think he's... As far as it, I mean, he's got the speed. Yeah. Every, well, yeah, I mean, he he does. He he yeah. hasn't really proven. And even with the season, yeah, exactly. That'll be the deciding factor. Like if he can, even with the shoulder injury, if he can stay off the ground and maybe get through the first five or six races. Yeah, I think he'd be in a pretty good spot. I definitely, for me, Dylan and Cooper are the top two. I picked Dylan to win the championship when I was in studio pulp. I'm standing by it right now. But Cooper's Cooper's the next guy, and then after that, I'm like unsure. I'm actually yeah. I want to jump on the Jason Anderson bandwagon really bad. <laughs> uh, I had a point about Jason Anderson. Okay, um, so it's it's kind of it's not really a hot take. It's kind of like a medium rare take. Okay, That's but, I like my steak. <laughs> yep, I'll take that. I'll so, eat it. I'll chew it up. Okay, so we've heard it's no secret from Cowie that it's kind of like, hey, this is our bike. We'll we'll work with you a little bit, but we want it to run like this. So we're going to do things kind of like this. Okay. Tomac was kind of always the, hey, I kind of wanted the bike to be made just for me kind of guy. I feel like he honestly never really fully gelled with that bike once they, they made that big change in 19 or 20. Yeah. I think he's kind of always struggled with it. And now he's going to Yamaha where he can have do whatever he wants. But I think if there is a guy that you would say, hey, just give me the bike. I don't want to 
I don't want to. I don't want to mess with it. I just want to ride it, and can has the talent to do that. Jason Anderson would be the guy I picked for that. I think he hops on. A, hey, give it to me like the way you go, you want it, and I'll make it work. And I think that he can ride that bike the way they give it to him very well. And his talent knows that he can win Supercrosses and knows that he can win a championship. He's done it before. I think could easily be in the top three. I don't know if I'd put him in my top three, but I seriously think that if he gels with that bike and he doesn't have any issues or A-Ray jumping on him or something like that, then he can be a really good title yeah. contender. He's not my top, my third, but I, I want to. I, I think Chase is probably my third guy right now, but it's so hard. These things are so hard because you could pick any one of these riders and be like, oh, yeah, he could do it. You know, you just – it's it's just a bench race. That's really all it is. Yeah. But yeah. who is your number three, Gage? Webb. Okay, Cooper's your third place guy. Yeah. Well, the yeah. reason being for me on that is he's going to try so hard because he's got AP coming in now, mm-hmm. and he's going to go all out just trying to – I mean, this is sort of his swan song. If he can get this one, that'll solidify him. Yeah. Then if he got a fourth one, great. If he doesn't, he's still a three-time, you know, compared to Kenny Nunn, Eli Warren. And then, to me, it just feels like the year of the changing of the guard, even in the outdoors, with Dylan. Dylan's it. When you I look feel at, the same way. When you look at what he did to AC and almost got the outdoor championship that same year, he's got two supercrosses. He's got outdoor 250. He's got outdoor 450. What else, I mean, it's coming. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be this year? You know? uh, yeah, I mean, he he's kind of talked about, and D- David Villeman's talked about, like, you have three really good years, maybe four really good years. And I think Dylan believes that. And as I've kept saying, like he told us on the show, like he's, when his wife, Nastasia, on the weeknight wants to like go out to eat, that's not why we're here. I'm here to train and race, and that's all we're doing. We're not doing things during the week. Like the offseason, they do lots of stuff. You see, if you follow the Instagram, they're busy in those two or three weeks during the offseason. But when it's race time, that is the only reason Dylan's here. And I don't think anybody else is built like that. Like that's that's very hard to do and say there is no life beyond racing for these next six months or eight months or you know at nationals whatever. That's all there is. This is what we're doing. This is why we're here for a few years and I'm gonna win everything I can. And that's that's a ha- that's hard to beat, Wes. It is, man. That you know to <clears throat> to be at that level, you do have to kind of live that. Yeah, it's unless you're just. That's the, that's the thing. He and I talk about it a lot. Like, the talent, the level of talent in that class is so high, you can't get by on just that anymore. No, And it's no. been that way for a while, but this, especially now, you know, everybody has access to all the technology. You can see every section of every lap yeah. you run. You can video every lap. You can, they all have access to that, and it's the person that's willing to sacrifice the price right. that usually comes out on top. One of the things you just said is the only reason that I really backed off Cooper to my second place guy is the talent level being so full. Going back to back championships, this time, this day and time, this era is almost impossible. Like, yeah, McGrath and all the, the, the guys of the past, all the legends, the talent pool wasn't as deep. So now to go back to back, it's even harder. So I just, I use that as like a little bit of a percentage where, Eh, maybe not. Like to win two in a row, I, I. So that's the only reason I dropped him to second for me. But I want to ask you, Wes, two guys in particular, uh, Mookie and Barsha. Where do you see them at the end of the season? 
I don't know. I feel like Mookie's quietly put together a couple of really good seasons. I don't know. Yeah. I, I could see him maybe setting new bike fifth. again, though. New team again. Everything's yeah. new. New trainer. Totally well, and that, you know, upped his game in his trainer for sure. Yeah. Supposedly I mean, he's fit as hell. I could, you know, he could quietly end up in the top five for sure. Yeah. Well, he got, well, he got sixth. Yeah. Last, last year. Yeah. yeah. So he was right there already. Of course, a bunch of injuries, yeah. though. But yeah. And, and they'll probably will be again. Wes, or, uh, Michael, I'm sure you haven't listened to James Stewart's podcast yet, but I, I was kind of all over the place with Buki, wondering what, you know, the same, you know, I don't know where he's going to be. And then when James didn't have faith in his brother, he's like, yeah, I don't think so. Not yet. Cause Roger picked him like fourth or third. Roger, uh, Larson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And James is like, are you crazy? He's like, so then I was like, oh, okay. If James isn't sold on Mookie yet, cause he said next year, I'll put him there. He's not ready yet. He's, you know, he's got, yeah. he's got, he's, that's too big of a jump is yeah. what James said from where he was to be an elite guy. And I was okay. That kind of set my tone as all right, six, six or seventh for me, for Mookie. Yeah. Uh, for me on Mookie, just, uh, he's James's younger brother. Yeah, that's I mean, true. He's got a mental deficit his whole life. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. he's for him to have ever done anything and had a championship or a shot at one. I think he's got such great talent, but, Again, if you cut it down to the bare bones, that's his problem is he's James Stewart's little brother. Right. Is if he ever wanted to not be in that shadow, he would have had to have cut ties, move from mom and dad, and almost reinvent himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, good point. get away from that shadow because I just don't think you can overcome that. Okay. I mean, that's my two cents on him. Let's quickly talk about Barsha. We've got a few minutes before we got to get Jalik on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we may talk about 250A one championship um, at the end, but um, go ahead. My got? my two dark horses are, are we Barsha. Dark horses? Okay. Well, because <laughs> you were talking about Barsha. Yeah, so I'm Barsha Barsha is one of my dark horses, and Muskin's one of my dark horses. Yeah, that's for okay for championship. championship. Just on the box, yeah, box. for the championship, okay. yeah, and then maybe be, being in the conversation. Jizz, I think Jizz is my dark horse. I think that <laughs> I think about like round like seven or eight. After a couple people have had a chance to have a couple of good runs, but a couple people have had a chance to have some bad runs, I think about rounds like six through ten, the points are going to be like, like there's going to be like eight guys that are technically mathematically have a chance to win, and it'll I start hope so. it'll start thinning out at the end. I uh, that's so. my prediction. Well, okay, so yeah, Scotty, where's Barsha end up? I think if Second everything, year. I think if everything goes right, to be completely honest with you, and we talked about this after it happened when he was battling with Tomac and he landed into uh, uh, Freeze. Freeze, mm-hmm. I. That I really think that that was a moment where it took him out of the championship. He was, he stayed at the points he lost there, put him out of the championship. But he stayed at that gap the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that one race doesn't yeah. happen. He was probably going to be kind of maybe not the guy title favorite, but he was still mathematically been in it. And and I think that he can do that again. I like him on that gas gas. I think that's the best brand that's like. Ever, I think it was made for him. Like I think that he's perfect for it. I think low key he's going to come out and win a one again. I for some reason <laughs> okay. just feel it. Like he's so fast right off the bat. Yeah. And he's yeah. Like I said, he if he can hold it together, he's one of my dark horses for sure. If Barsha wins a one again, it's scripted. The whole series <laughs> yeah. is scripted. It's simulation. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Wes? I'm Barsha. Um, I'm kind of in the the same boat as Scotty. I yeah. mean, he just. I remember watching him on that bike for the first couple of times. I was like, "That he looks like he's built for that yeah. machine." Yeah, he looked and good in Houston on it last year. He just, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to have that 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 focus, like you were saying, for like 
Yeah, he, an entire deal with series. Randy. Yeah, he's more like we consider Jason Anderson. Where eh, I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm racing. I'm having fun. And Jason was actually asked that. David Eisner asked him about that in the press conference. So again, go watch that press conference once it posts probably tomorrow. That was, I actually I, think, that was actually my question. I had that question set up about his how we perceive Jason not caring as much. And David Eisner went right before me and asked the same question, so he beat me to it. But uh, anyway, we, go ahead. Sorry, well, I was just gonna say, man. Like it's, I mean, competing at that level is difficult. Yeah, no matter think, what, you know, yeah, like yeah. they're all sure. really bad dudes. Yeah, yeah. But oh, of course. There's just that. Even the guys, the guys that make anybody that makes a night yeah. show is a bad dude. But there's just that. Agreed. Know, that those percentages that separate them. Right. And uh, he didn't seem to have quite kind of figured out how to maintain that. Sure. Level. Yeah, it's not easy you know, for a whole series. Marcia? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I look to the history, and the history's proven itself. He starts off fast, and then mm-hmm. during the season, something happens, and then he's not there at the end. You know, I mean, the stopwatch tells all, the finishes tell all, and at the end of the se- at the end of the series, it is what it is. I mean, what fifth through seventh this year? I mean, depending on what crashes he has, because he's gonna crash. He's he's proven that he does not not crash. So fair I enough. Mean, fair enough. You know, and Jake, so, um, Jake Curry said, "Do yep. we have more than five winners this year?" I'm gonna go yes. Mm. I would like to. Say I'd yes. like to see it. Well, I'm gonna say yes, dude. Sexton or AC easily. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Cooper Kenny. certainly, Kenny certainly, uh, Dylan. I'm I'm looking yeah. to win the championships. Yeah, Eli. So yes, I'm gonna say yes. That's. That's who I have picked, if I may say, uh, Sexton to win it the okay. first round. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, my I pick just, for A one. Also, I think he's he he has now, to. AC was, but now that he's kind of so, yeah. who there's a there's a there's a possibility of a bunch of guys that could win, and the, we could probably name the top ten, and any of those guys could win on any given night. But who like unequivocally at the end of the season, hands down, who does win a race? Like guaranteed, hundred percent stamp. Who wins? Who who at least wins a race? Like just one guy, or no anybody? Who who are the guys that you think that will win a I race no I matter just named what? All the guys I think are going to win. I mean, let's do that at the end because we're running out of time. Okay, uh, we got a couple minutes that I want to give a shout out to our buddy Moose in Australia who mm-hmm. sent us all the Tim Tams. Yeah, he had a nasty mountain bike crash this last weekend and was in the hospital with uh, bruised lungs and ribs. Kind of very. He he reached out to me. He's like, I feel sorry for laughing at your. Damon Bradshaw intro because I feel it now. <laughs> and he's an older guy and he was beat up and in, in ICU, I believe. And he just got home today. I oh, think that's so, not funny if we're in ICU. No, so. he, he's, I mean, he's laughing about it when he's met texting me and stuff, but we want to give a shout out to Moose, man. He's a huge supporter of the show and the sport and he sends stuff all the time. He's just a great guy. So we love you, Moose, man. Hope you feel better. Let's take a commercial break and we'll get Jaleek Swole on. We all know engine oil is the lifeblood of our machines. That's why you need blood lubricants for the highest level of performance and protection. Manufactured here in the USA and designed to handle the heat and humidity. Blood lubricant oil lines such as Pro Elite Series, Pro Series, and the new Scorpion Blood will exceed all your needs. Whether you race moto, sprint cars, side-by-sides, or anything else, Blood Lubricants has you protected. Tests have shown that engines can run up to 30 degrees cooler while using blood. Just ask Chris Kiefer. DJ TJ and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burr Motorsports. It's Shock Socks. 
the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff Emig, all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a -a one-of-a-kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at at extremecolors, that's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S, Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pod Show sent you, as always. First guest of the night is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating this gear line since 1998. Check out your local dealerships and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us from Rockstar Husky, Jalik Swole. What's up, dude? Ah. You know, nothing much. The uh, the normal uh, SX uh, getting ready dealing. Yeah, I want to say, man, you know, you gave me your number like two years ago. And I, I kind of thought, like, you did the hot chick thing and you just gave me a fake number because it took a while <laughs> to finally get you on here. But we finally got you. Bro, how are you feeling, man? We're like four days away, dude, from press. Um, yeah, I feel good. Um, we've had a long... Uh, boot camp and uh yeah i mean i feel good and i'm ready to uh get out there with some uh some other 250s you know i've been uh been down here at the bakersfield just uh kind of trying to compare myself to all the 450 guys so i'm ready to (laughs) get out there with uh some of my own kind yeah this is basically year three for you do you feel like you're more ready more prepared mentally physically than ever before uh yeah i mean i don't know it's like a mix because obviously my rookie season i didn't know what to expect at all yeah uh and then you know my second year was a contract year and i looked at it as all right uh if i didn't if i don't get re-signed and this is the end then i'm just gonna go throughout the whole year and and uh base everything on just like fun and memories and and honestly it ended up being uh some of my best rides literally just off of taking the pressure almost like away from myself so uh i think uh i think coming into this one uh, like like yeah i feel more ready uh but i feel like i'm gonna try to just maintain that same attitude because i just felt like when i simplified everything down in in the sport and, and nerves and all that kind of stuff i felt like i uh, real my best, you know, when I was just literally basing myself off of going out there and, and, uh, having fun kind of just like anybody yeah. when they 
first started riding a dirt bike, you know? Yeah, I think that's really a difficult thing for young guys like yourself that are rookies to learn is, you know, and you come in with so much pressure. I talk about this all the time. So much pressure yeah. and such high expectations that you kind of forget why you do this to begin with and, you know, the, the enjoyment of it. And if, yeah, like it sounds like you're finding that. And to me, that's only going to make improvements. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's really easy to um, put the, pre- the pressure on yourself, which I mean, it's easy to do because all the work that uh, literally everybody puts in now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you put in so much time and effort and, and dedicate like pretty much your whole life to it when, you, when it comes down to what you eat, what you drink. Uh, when you wake up and you go to sleep, <laughs> all that stuff. So it's easy to get caught up and and uh, make it a job. But as much as I can, I like to try to keep it more like literally just going around my dirt bike kind of thing, you know? Perfect. I love it. And that's kind of what I was thinking about when I was writing this question for you. Is like, so like I've you've shown the speed, you've won races, you've you've actually had you've had. Uh, patches where you've been super consistent and it just seems yeah. like there's been like that one or two maybe small things that has held you from being a guy that I think that can be dominant and I just so it sounds like you're working on kind of the mental side of it what has that been your biggest focus in the off season? and what other things have you kind of put to attach that to maybe some physical or some skills that you've uh, learned for the off season? just kind of take us through that process this off season. well I think um it's easy to forget about but I think when I think back on uh, just, you know, how, how I'm getting ready now and, and, and how I've been and, and what's kind of held me back and everything. And, like, my rookie year is, is, was the start of COVID. So, like, yep. I felt like I didn't even really get my fair shot at really, like, racing back to back to back to back and just getting better the whole time. Like, I felt like I literally had that span of, whatever three races that we did and then every, it was a shutdown you know yeah, so it was yeah. like a, a really weird year to uh try to learn how you know pro racing is and then by the time supercross ended i had uh a shoulder injury that i was dealing with at outdoors and i couldn't even do that so like my second year was honestly it felt like my rookie year in a way and uh like I don't know. It's just, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. Like I, I feel now like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to like really put my finger on it. Like yeah, yeah, it's at the tip of my tongue, but I just don't know how to get it out. Well, I hadn't actually thought about the fact that you have not had a quote unquote normal supercross season. No, no. Yeah. So last year was really my first time actually, getting a real season really but yeah but it was uh, still like three cities in one yeah, week it wasn't yeah. like this season this this is technically normal yeah exactly so although it was i mean i guess our um, i mean i guess we're back to normal now i was about to say new normal but <laughs> yeah i guess now this year would be considered mm, like a real season yes. last year i guess we had our you know three three race stays and um, I actually didn't mind those, but I, I am getting, uh, I get excited to, uh, you know, start 
to fly and, <laughs> Me and too. do all that stuff. And yeah, yeah and just kind of learn, you know, the, our, our supposed normal, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. Hey, Jalik, this is Michael Gage. How are you today? I'm great. How about you? Doing good, sir. Hey, a question I have for you is uh, the first race, are y'all going in and having like specific goals so specific that like you're hey you know i want to get first in the heat or third work my way into first you know mm-hmm. uh and then the main event also would you have goals set for that or are y'all just sort of taking it as it as it comes and that keeps some of the pressure off of you that way uh hmm. not really i don't feel like the team has ever really put pressure on me in terms of we're going out here to get this or, you know, anything like that. And I feel like as a rider and competitor and all that, like we kind of already based ourselves off of trying to get to that top three okay. uh, positions. Yeah. But, um, man, I don't know. I mean, the team, a successful night for us would be, um, like them telling me would be just based that first round off top five and being a consistent top five guy and and obviously the races will present the wins and and the podiums as as we go you know Got it. Uh, <clears throat> and naturally but okay. um that that's the safe deal for the team is doing top fives but yeah um for me obviously um i want to be i want to always be contending for the you know the one through three Yes, sir. Um, but I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna base like everybody. We have a good, a group of good guys that are gonna be in A one, and, and it's not gonna be easy. So, really, just kind of simplify it and take it one start at a time, and and uh, we'll figure out as we go. But obviously, uh, I'm not gonna hold back too much. Like I, I do want to find myself uh, closer to the podium than not. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you about the you know the preseason stuff. All of us media guys do our. We were actually just doing our 450 predictions. Like mm-hmm. you're not getting a ton of the hype, right? I mean, you're you're one of those guys that's like everyone's you know obviously talking about Jet and Joe and Colt, the, the you know the defending champ in the East. But like, not a lot of guys are saying, yeah, Jalik's Jalik's championship material. Like, I'm not hearing that. Yeah. Does that motivate you at all, or do you even care? Um, obviously, um, every racer, whether they say it or not, they get, it, it gets a little annoying, not, you know, being, uh, recognized, yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. But, uh, I mean, I feel like I've always kind of been overlooked even in amateurs. So I feel almost like I'm used to it and I don't even play into it anymore. I kind of just like to, uh, like to do me and, you know, whether people care or think what I'm going to get or not. Like, I feel like I'm still going to go out there and, uh, obviously do the best that I can do. And yeah. I feel like nobody, uh, nobody seen me, uh, in the top five range in outdoors or getting a win or a podium in supercross last year. So I, I don't feel like I ever play into what people think right. I'm going to do. Well, congratulations on that high point win, by the way, that was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank congratulations. You. Yeah, so kind of going off of what Darkside was saying, you know, everybody's been talking about Jet and Craig and, excuse me, and, you know, all those guys that are, that Nichols and all those guys. And I feel like 
everybody's kind of underestimating the depth of this 250 class and i just kind of want, kind of want yeah. your thoughts on that and what and what you what you thought about that um yeah i mean it's easy i mean everybody in 450s are are pretty much the whole gate is have have won 250 titles and yeah. done big things so um obviously that is going to have a lot of hype and plus uh I don't think 450 class has been as stacked as it has been in recent years. So uh, obviously that gets everybody talking. But yeah, I mean the 250 class is uh, it's pretty it's pretty stacked. I mean we've had guys that have been in the class for a super long time and yeah. and they're looking for their uh, you know their their championships and their tickets to 450. So um, we have a lot of those guys and. Obviously, uh, the younger guys trying to uh, prove points, like you know, like the me and Joe and Jet and everybody like that. So I don't know. I think it's a good mix. I think we got a lot of the young guys. Uh, we got the vets, and obviously the uh, the in betweeners. So I think uh, I think a lot of people will care about the two fifties more than I think they're thinking right now. You know Dude, what I mean? I, I think agree. the hype is on four fifties, but yeah. the two fifties, we, I mean, like, obviously we don't really know who's all going to be at a one still. Not every team has got their riders in, but just off of thoughts, like it's, it's probably going to be, you know, 12, maybe 13 factory riders. And yeah. I feel like that's almost as deep as it's ever been. I don't know. I could be wrong, but, I think it's a, I think it's a deep field this year for sure. Yeah, when I look at the list, dude, I am so stoked on the 250 class. I cannot wait. Now, like last year, a lot of guys dropped off pretty fast, and that sucks. You know, Forkner went out right away, uh, a number of guys. But right now, like just the West looks nasty. I, I cannot wait for you guys to line up Saturday night. Um, it's, it's, I just can't wait. But I want to ask you about personality, man. This is something else I've talked about for a couple of years because I've gotten to know like Ryder D. And Mumphy before he went pro, and like mm-hmm. you younger kids, I mean, I, I call you kids because I'm old. But yeah. as you're coming up into the pros, the newer n- the newer generation of riders seems to have all this personality yourself. Yeah. Like I've heard you on pole multiple times. You know, Jet Hunter, all these guys, AC, right, have these great personalities. And if you look back at the 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 older guys, Ryan Villapoto, who's now retired, obviously Dungey retired, Eli, like they're just so fucking serious. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I understand it's serious. It's a lot of money. It's your job. But, damn, you're riding dirt bikes. As fans, mm-hmm. as media, I love hearing you watching the vlogs and busting styles, you know, balls and messing around mm-hmm. with Dino. And yeah. you get on the Pulp Show and you make fun of Steve. And, like, I, and I just think that's so important to have mm-hmm. a personality to make this fun. Do you think that's something you can maintain as you – progressing your career and more money and more responsibility, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's just who I am. I think a lot of people get so caught up in the being so business like or cookie cutter ish because it's so easy for, uh, you know, personality to be mistaken as like, uh, not taking it serious. Yep. But I think a lot of riders can't, really find that in between stage where it's like, where it's like acceptable almost when I mean, you know what I mean? Like 
So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard because a lot of the kids like it, it's all results driven, right? So sure. you can't go out and have not so good results and and still have you know be in the cameras being all funny and acting like you don't care, which that that like that's how you guys always uh, see it. Not not so much as you guys as media, but you know fans. Or you're right. You're right. The media does. Media, media does too. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for anybody to really just be themselves around cameras or anybody. That's why, like, Villa, like you guys said, we're super serious. But um, Alden has stories for days on, (laughs) you know, them, like, joking around and and being (laughs) class clown and all that, you know. So it's kind of just what riders want you guys to see just because they're kind of paranoid on the story being driven is uh, I don't care. Feel. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good answer. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, Jalik, uh, this is Michael again. And uh, just wanted to say, you know, for this year, seeing how you're considering it your first normal year, just congrats, you know, I hope it goes well and I hope it uh, meets your expectations and everything. Mm-hmm. And great talking to you this evening. And uh, just wish you nothing but the best this year. I know how hard it is for what y'all do. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. We got a couple more for you, Jaleek, and we'll let you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you know, we we've heard a lot about the KTM changing and how that's going to affect Cooper and all these other guys. And I was just yeah. wondering, has the has the Husky changed at all? And and and, and if so, kind of what ways and how have you kind of transferred to that? If if it has. Yeah, I mean, it is a new bike, and anytime uh, you have a new bike, obviously it's going to take a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like we've had a good amount of time on the new bikes and it doesn't, I don't know. It only takes so much time to really get used to a bike. I feel like, like I I got used to our new bike really quick. So, um, I don't think that that's going to be an issue really, even for, I, I guess like the, uh, the whole media concept on Cooper and those guys might have an issues. I, I think, I, I think it's kind of being overthought to be honest. I think we're all going to find, and obviously when we get to the races, we're going to have like, we don't have settings or any of that stuff to go back to on new bikes. Right. So I think, uh, obviously it could be some struggles on rounds more so than other rounds, but, for the most part, I feel like we have a pretty uh, awesome bike this year, and I don't feel like we're going to have very many issues. And I'm talking, I'm saying we just because KTM and Husky are pretty alike. So sure, sure. Not yeah. to get it twisted, but yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be as much of an issue as uh, it's being talked about. Do you do you like it better? Yeah, of course. I think uh, we made. I so we have a new chassis. That's that's about. Oh, I know, but, uh, <laughs> that's okay. So, uh, the new chassis is, is great. Um, obviously it's helped us a lot. And I think that's kind of what we were searching for all, uh, last year, especially through outdoors. So, uh, that change is going to help us a lot. And I think it's only going to go forward from here. And, um, from what I'm hearing, I think we're making up some, uh, good horsepower. So I think, uh, I think the whole new bike deal is, will be just fine. Nice. I want to ask you, because I, I like staying on the personality stuff. I enjoy that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about Dino as a mentor, a good dude, a funny guy. The vlogs are hilarious. An but, idiot. 
<laughs> he's a little older than you though. So you're kind of giving him shit. Like talk about this, that experience and having him as your chauffeur and all that good stuff. Uh, man, it helps. It helps. It helps because dude, it's like, until you get really comfortable with these guys, everyone is, is super, uh, business. Yeah. Okay. So yep. to have Dean around it, it it's more, suitable to me uh like i like to i like to be funny and and actually you know like joke around and and just have fun like i i think me and dean just literally like have fun i think we have the most fun out of pretty much everyone in the pit so yeah it's easy to it's easy to come come in and and do training days and and be at the races and and be stress-free when we can just be ourselves and uh, us being ourselves is, is just lighting the mood. So um, it's just a, a perfect match. And um, it was also a lot easier for me being around him in my rookie year because it was like every race was like my week, my week depended on what I just got like for result rise. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. it's uh it's easy to do that in the sport and, and think that your life ended, uh, <laughs> you had a bad race. So, sure. um, just learning through, you know, his, his times with, you know, he's been through everything. He's been in the sport longer than almost anyone. So, um, the downs, the ups and downs, it's, it's, it's easy to, yeah. you know, dwell on them. So factory life, deprived around. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Factory so to privateer, back to factory. <laughs> so me being around Dean, I mean, he, he's been through everything in the sport, so I can relate to him, and and he can relate to me, and we can, uh, you know, I, I just like to learn. You know, I, I yeah. observe a lot. That's what I'm. I feel like I'm best at. So the, him being around makes makes my life easier, and it's just a learning deal. The one vlog where he was giving you shit for cutting the track, and then you showed him that he cut the track. Like yeah. I was, I was just in tears, dude. That was, I mean, the only thing better than you guys busting on those vlogs is having Sarah on the vlogs. That's, I mean, that's, that's the highlight. But after that, dude, I was just like in tears. I, I love that. It was so funny. No, exactly. And, it, and the problem with this is I don't have a YouTube to go back and forth. So he likes to drive this narrative that makes him look right. And everybody else looks because nobody else can say anything or do anything about it <laughs> so that's where that whole track cutting deal goes he was actually just mad that day because i was just i was just waxing him all day on the outer <laughs> track so he was mad about that and he had to just like th- this is how he works right so he didn't have the best day on outdoors right and uh-huh. i just so happened to have one of my best days so for his mind he goes out and tries to find any little thing that can just change his mindset on like, Oh, I was cheating. That's why he was faster. <laughs> so he went out there. He just made an imaginary line said I cut and then boom, YouTube video. Right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you got? Scott? It, was, got it was really just, it was really just one of our uh, okay. fans were saying like you talking about him and Dino and they, yeah. They said, uh, "Is it in Dino's contract to uh, uh, mentor you and Styles?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he Dean's just a good guy. He's yeah, just uh, that—that's what he's doing. He, uh, 
I have a lot of respect for Dean because, uh, you know, my rookie year, the results weren't so hot and, and felt like, honestly, nobody really gave a shit about what I was doing or just, honestly, me as a whole. Uh, and Dean was one of the people to reach out, even though, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been around sport too much, but I uh, wasn't a people person and I had a small circle and all that yep. kind of stuff. And, uh, he was the, one of the only few people to actually reach out and kind of give me advice and, and just be there any way that he could to help. And, and that's what I gravitated towards. And, and I just, you know, formed a respect for him. And, um, we've just been pretty much around each other ever since, ever since. Nice. Nice. I've got two more questions. I'm gonna let you go. And one's quick. How does yeah. Styles Robertson's mom feel about the Styles mom's comments? Uh, I I think she loves it. Yeah, I mean that's what women like, right? They like attention. So A I think that <laughs> I think that she's loving it. And okay. I mean, I mean she's slept on. She's one of the hottest chicks in the pit. So if you guys <laughs> if you guys see Styles at the races, yeah. you need to scope out for Stacy because Stacy's got it going on. <laughs> that's nice. great all right last one man uh anaheim where, where where do you finish dude and who do you who do you put over a berm uh i'm gonna keep the names on the berm deal to myself okay. i'm not gonna put a target on my back so i'll keep that secret okay um but i don't know man i just i don't want to put expectations i feel like that's, that's fair that's i'm gonna go out uh, I'm going to compete, do what I can do my best. Uh, and where we know is we end up, I think if a good start, I think, uh, I can really, uh, put a dent in the, uh, uh, in the old a one finishes. So, um, I think, uh, I think we'll be good. I'm, I'm just looking forward to racing again, man. It's, it feels like, uh, like it was half a century that we were racing. So it feels like, I'm it, doesn't it? Go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's weird how, you know, we raced all year and, we get a little two month break and then we're like already itching to ride again. It's the so. passion, man. It's the passion. I love it. Jaleek, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad to finally get you on here and I'll see you this weekend, dude. Oh yes, sir. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Jaleek. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Jaleek Swole. What'd you guys think? Yeah. First well, time he's what on is the show, it? Man. What is it that we always used to say? Really, really chill, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's really cool. He's <laughs> really cool. Like really him. cool. He's really dude. chill. Yeah. 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 Uh, Michael, what do you think of Jalik, man? Man, I, I think he's living, you know, the 250 dream. I mean, he's in it, and he's not someone at the back of the pack. He's someone at the middle that's waiting to move to the front. And then in all his comments, uh, what I picked up on was is they're telling him to be consistent. Yeah. Opportunity presents itself, and he can take the lead and go for first, then do it. If not, then try to finish, the, you know, on the podium or top five in the series. That's still right. a win. So, Wes, I like that, like – he, yeah, not a lot of pressure on himself, uh, you know, not setting exact goals, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to do well. I kind of like that. Like that at his age, I think too much pressure is it's it could break some of those kids, right? I mean, I think yeah. he seems to be pretty loose. Yeah, I think he, he, you know, he seems to have a good mindset for longevity. Yeah, yeah. Sport, which, uh, you know, and even, you know, even coming in, as an amateur, he's a little under the radar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they can, he, he's got room for growth and a yeah. lot of I mean, it. A couple of the kids that came in with him are kind of like gone, right? Not, not gone, but they're on some, like Dylan Schwartz and 
they're just not on the, the same level teams, you know, and you kind of go like he, he's still sticking around. He's still putting good results in. And again, it's year three. This is where I think you're going to start seeing the improvements. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah. uh, you know, those injuries set you back. That's oh, just yeah. part. I yeah. mean, there's no way around it. You know, people are supposed to have, it's supposed to be somebody's year, but you get that injury and it just, that, that's your year. So absolutely. You're, you know, got to yep. come back from that. I want to thank X Brand Goggles. Uh, they have grown into one of the top goggle companies for privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, and Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like Craig DeLong. They all choose X Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as the EKS S, the GOX Flat Out, and the all new Lucid with the Wave Latch quick release lens system. You are sure to find a pair of goggles for a price point that you cannot beat. Go to your local dealership, ask for X Brand distributed through WPS, or you can hit me up, darksidemx3 at AOL.com, and I'll try to get you hooked up. Let's take our next commercial break. We'll be back with Josh Freeze. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what What was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, build performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions, to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay. That's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Anticam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle pocket accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbiusA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo Senya. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal. But thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, 
as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggle. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm, and for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggle. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy lock-on grips today. All right, our next guest is brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. The products that the industry standard pro launch device, the elite clutch perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have the same products the pros use. Tonight, Works Connection brings us Josh Varese. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It's good, man. So I got to just right into it. What is your 22 program, man? I have not seen anything officially released. I assume you're still on Huskies, but I don't really know what's going on, man. And I've been waiting. I'm dying to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been for sure. Uh, these past few weeks, I've been um, wanting to put up a post on uh, social media to kind of announce slash like explain uh, what I'll be doing for next year. And um, my plans for next year is I will be getting – uh, factory support from Husqvarna. Yeah. Um, sweet. yeah, so I'm super, super grateful and stoked about that. Um, I'll be getting, you know, I'll just have the, the, uh, uh, what would you say? Like older style bike, not really yeah. older style, but yeah, yeah last year's model. Yeah. Last year's model. So, um, I'll be riding that and, uh, supported by Husky. That's fantastic, man. I mean, you and I have talked off air a little bit and on air and we did the interview, for the the article and that's something that you talked about and you were I, I i've said this you know this like your attitude was so awesome like hey if i don't get a ride i'm gonna take everything i learned and i'm gonna use that and i can't do anything but improve based off what i've learned and the opportunity like you're just the most thankful kid man and i just i really as i told you it became such a big fan of you so i'm ecstatic that they're helping you out because you deserve it dude yeah cool yeah it's, it's good to hear that for sure what what's what are you most excited about? Like, I mean, this is your uh, third year, I think, riding Supercross, right, or second? Uh, this will be my second year uh, doing Supercross. Last year was my first season. Yeah. Okay. And you got a sixth in Orlando, a sixth in Salt Lake City, a seventh in Indy. Those are your best finishes. Like, do you see massive improvements coming because of the bike, your new program, everything you've learned? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I for sure um, in twenty or this year, twenty twenty two. I'm. Um, I'm pushing real hard and yeah, new program and, um, new bike, everything is going to be, you know, pretty much changed, uh, from last year. And so I know last year there was a lot to improve where, um, this year I know that I feel like we, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I feel like we kind of filled in that, that little gap where I knew there was improvement. Yep. 
and hopefully it can, you know, I can show it out on the racetrack. West or east? Uh, I'll be doing west. Oh, hey, I mean, uh, I take it back. I'm sorry, I take it back. I'll be doing east. Okay. I, got, I don't know why I said west. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'll be racing east uh, due to a little little crash I had um, at the end of November. I dislocated my wrist, um, so uh, I just been healing up from that, and I actually am now doing a little bit of rehab to get the wrist back going again, and then uh, I think probably start riding here pretty soon and getting ready for east. Fantastic. Okay, so I heard on Pulp last night that you were you've been beating Oldenburg on a 450 on hole shots on pra- on, star- on practice starts, and so I was just kind of what's your what's your uh, what's your secret on starts, and what, do you have like a little magic or like what's your, what's what's your technique, man? Um, I don't. That's uh, I don't think they must have not been talking. Yeah, that wasn't Josh. Was it? Was it they said maybe they were talking about. I, I heard that, but I don't remember who they said. But it wasn't Josh. Yeah, I was a little. Yeah, maybe I got it's confused. Not right. He just said he was hurt, dude. Come on, Scotty. Well, yeah, yeah I botched right. it. I, hey, I botched I, it, dude. I say dumb stuff all the time. I could have sworn it was uh, um, who who was uh, Pope's guest last night? Um, what's his name? In studio? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, I'm blanking now. Yeah, Let, Michael Lindsay. Michael yeah, Lindsay. Michael Lindsay. Yeah, He's, yeah. Uh, maybe I just heard. I th- maybe he was talking about because you, your name Varese. Varese, and fr- and when they talk about Freeze and Varese, oh, it was Freezy. Yes. Okay. See, I thought yeah, I, oh, it was Vince Freezy. They were talking about two fifties, and it got me confused, and I think All that's right. why I thought it was you. My oh, bad. Good. My bad, man. Well, oh, no, no worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll uh, I'll change I'll change it to no. You uh, don't get another question. No, I'll change it to what What do you think? What do you feel like your best skill or attribute is on a bike? Um, maybe I feel like my technique is, uh, really not like it's, I like my technique. I would say it's probably one of my best skills is having great technique on a, on a dirt bike. There you go, Michael. I know, right? <laughs> that, that leads right over to me. Yeah. I, uh, I got, the, I have the, uh, I have the trainer for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Hey Josh, uh, First and foremost, um, nice to meet you. I'm Michael Gage. Uh, do you prefer Joshua or Josh? Uh, Joshua. Or, or I don't care either way. I know. I remember my dad being like, "Man, they, everyone puts Josh on everything, and you know, and, and it's supposed to be Joshua." So, uh, well, if that's um, what your dad says on the birth certificate, yeah. then we're going with Joshua. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're we'll so, going with Joshua. Yeah, well, okay, Joshua. Yeah. Well. Uh, I'm a 125 guy, and I did a search on you, and you beat Villapoto in 19 at a 125 race. Damn, Skippy, you did. So yep. that's all I care about. So, <laughs> I mean, do you just hang your hat on that and just lord that over him and everyone else that you bench race with? Uh, no, that was that was for sure a, a fun race and a big, big confidence booster. Um, my confidence, I feel like, went through the roof after that race, and um, it kind of – feel like helped because uh you know the next few amateur nationals that i did i did really really good at them well i would hope so and congratulations i mean uh that is fantastic and uh i wish i could have done the same so good job (laughs) thank you much appreciated yes sir hey so i assume you're getting factory support and i don't know exactly what that entails will it entail some of the things we talked about in the past the lit pro the the data that you we're talking about how important that was for you. Will you get all that support as well? Uh, as far as like, um, having the uh, lit pro information, having the guys in the team help you decipher it, tell you where you can make up time, lose time, et cetera. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, 
everyone will still, you know, be there to help as much as they can. Yeah. Um, yeah, having, you know, multiple eyes out on the track and, you know, including, uh, my dad will still be my mechanic okay. for, uh, this year as well. Um, and then, you know, having the other guys or, you know, even being able to talk to the other riders like Hampshire and, um, uh, Robertson or whoever, and just, you know, maybe get Hampshire's advice on, Hey, you know, you know, through this rhythm, what is, you know, what do you do or, you know, stuff like that where last year I didn't have a lot of, it was mm-hmm. more of me just trying to figure it out myself. So, um, I feel like, yeah, that, that will be uh coming to play for sure. Really nice. Awesome. Uh, so coming into this season, I was just kind of wondering what, what stadium or venue were you looking forward to most riding and like, are you kind of one of those guys where different places give you different vibes and you kind of do, you know, results kind of depend on where you're at or, or just kind of go into that a little bit? Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to all the rounds, uh, to be honest. I think uh, the round of main, or, you know, stadium I'm kind of like stoked to race in is uh, maybe St. Louis. Uh, I rode that track in 2020 for uh, Supercross Futures. And I remember that that stadium being pretty cool, you know, indoor pits and the the dirt being pretty good as well. Um, And then also the U.S. Bank Stadium, which will be the first round of East Coast, looks really good, like very nice stadium. Um, But uh, I'm looking forward to all the rounds. Uh, Indy, I raced last year, so I'll be familiar with uh, that track uh, or dirt. And then um, I think Daytona is going to be really cool, too, because I've raced there as an amateur um, in the years past. So it'd be kind of cool to go back to Daytona, but racing Saturday night. Yeah. You're going to get both those super speedway races. Cause Atlanta's out at the, at the racetrack again, too. You're gonna get both those. Yeah. I think Atlanta is going to be, uh, that's going to be a really fun one because it's a East West shootout. So, Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't realize yeah, that. So that's going to be very interesting and, uh, it's going to mix it up for sure. Yeah, it's funny. I'm a, Minneapolis is uh, the first round. Yeah, I'm gonna be at that one. But uh, Josh, it's gonna be. I'm, I'm probably not gonna be a very happy person come Saturday night. But uh, I'm losing. I'm losing the ponytail Friday night, man. Just Mathis is keeping. They're taking my ponytail away. Oh no, that's a bummer. It's it's gonna be bad, dude. Nobody's gonna know who I am. They're gonna be like, "Who's this guy walking around the pits?" <laughs> but, uh, you got one. I got. Yeah, I've got some listener questions for okay, you, Josh. Let's do it. Um, so I can kind of tie this into to. Uh, the same question. So one is kind of like, are you, are you on completely factory suspension or are you kind of on your own? And then also besides factory Husky, what other uh, people are supporting you going into this season? Um, I will be running the, uh, WP, uh, factory suspension. Um, and then as far as other people supporting me, uh, uh, honestly, I haven't really put too much thought into that, but as far as right now, you know, there's obviously a lot of things that are still in the works and stuff, but, um, as of right now, I know, uh, you know, with Husky, um, being a big support for this year and then, you know, even, uh, Nate Ramsey as well over at KTM Orange Re8, he's been a super big help, you know, uh, being a part of this and, or everyone over at KTM and the whole manufacturer and stuff has been a really big, big help and, um, big support for 2022. I like hearing that. I like hearing that the the help is kind of spreading out. Yeah. Like, give guys yeah. like you a you know a, a chance, even a chance. Is is that the is that the first time you've ever been on factory suspension? Uh yes, it has. Was yeah. it was it just like like uh, like? <laughs> yeah, I haven't ridden it on outdoor stuff. Uh, only supercross, and it it's pretty. It's really nice. Yeah, you know, it, it's not like a big difference, but it's 
all those, you know, obviously there's more testing that we can do and stuff like that to find the, you know, tens of seconds and stuff. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a difference for sure. And it's really nice. Uh, Josh, uh, you said your dad's going to be your mechanic. What, what is his name? Uh, his name's Paul. Paul. Okay. And we know how important the mechanic is to the rider, you know, results column and everything. I mean, is, is it a plan for him to pass you off at some time or is, is there a plan or any talks at all of y'all going all the way, just staying together? Uh, as far as like me getting my own mechanic? Yes, sir. Oh, shoot. Oh, yep. We lost you uh, a second. Yep. Yeah, I lost you. I'm oh, back. good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as far as me getting my own mechanic is what uh, you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, so, um, no, it's more of like, uh, you know, when we could find a mechanic or, um, you know, and also budgeting for a mechanic because um, obviously it's you know money right now money in general but you know whatever is like super like you have to budget everything and so finding the money for a mechanic is probably the main thing that's very hard to you know come up on um but with you know if we're you know to ever get you know full factory deal whatever then you know whatever the mechanic is on the team um but as far as right now i would need to supply my own mechanic okay Um, and my dad is the I guess I would, yeah, my dad's the, I'm not like, oh, the best person I could find, but the most affordable that you trust. <laughs> yeah. So I have a, I have a, you know, a couple other buddies that, you know, yeah. I thought about, but, uh, you, you, you navigated know, that I, well there. <laughs> yeah. I need to pay for flights and stuff like that. So, um, okay. obviously yeah. I pay for my dad's flights, you know, or, you know, we come together and, you know, put everything into one, but, uh, and, you know, when he needs to swap motors and stuff like that, I just, I feel most comfortable with him doing it just because he's done it before. And, Got it. Um, you know, if I had someone else that hasn't done it, I'm just like, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, just kind of in the back of your mind where you're just yeah. kind of like, did it do it right? But I know my dad is, you know, I can trust him on doing that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, and if your dad's your mechanic, like when you go out to eat, he'll probably still pick up the tab too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know when his dad did it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, Andy, Andy is so rad. Andy's cooler than Dino. <laughs> as hard as that is. To- yeah. A- Andy's the man. Uh, but I actually got a chance to meet Josh's, Joshua's mom and dad too at Hangtown. They're awesome people. So, um, the time leading up to when you finally got, I, I, you know, last time I talked to you, you didn't know exactly what was going on, what was going to happen Bef- until they Husky told you they were going to support you. Were you at all kind of worried or were you already putting things together and you kind of had a plan? Um, as far as like, Oh, for 2022. Yeah. 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 Um, I was, it was, uh, I knew that, you know, I was just, kind of sitting tight in a way and knowing okay well i have my bikes from this year um that i can definitely you know get get through them next year and hopefully i can do good enough next year and i know that there should be some you know the contracts up or uh some openings for 20 you know the end of 2022 yep so i knew that uh just get through next year and um you know we should be sitting good and then uh one husky yeah came upon of giving me there's their support for next year i was like super pumped and uh back to going going back to when you said you know who else is giving you support um mm-hmm. i i was like drawing a blank i don't know what i was in you know what to think 
okay. don't know what to say, but um, what I should have said is I'll, I'll still be getting the support that from all their sponsors, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're still going to fly and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So when when you asked me if support, I was thinking of like a private, you know, company or something, right. oh, I got you. something like that. But as far as sponsors, yeah, like I'll be uh, fly helmet, Garnet boots, fly gear, you know, everything, um, and Scott goggles. I'll be everything head to toe. Um, pretty much everything will be the same, and then just the graphics won't have Rockstar on it. Pretty oh, much. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of uh, one so, of our fans had another question. Where is, is so? Are you are you pitting under that rig, or do you have? To, are you on your own? Like. Uh, no. So I'll be like, uh, behind the semi, um, with, uh, that's, like a canopy or something. Yeah. That's what they said. Pitting under the rig or a tent in the back. <laughs> See? Yeah. 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 A tent, a tent, He's a doing like the, the J-Mart program. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can get under, hopefully we can get under the tent, um, after next year for right. 2023. <laughs> that's actually a good point. We had Jalik on a little bit ago and I was thinking while he was talking, like there's a lot of 250 riders moving up next year. Uh, mm-hmm. so with what the, the progress you showed outdoors and what I believe you're going to show indoors this year, even your results last year were pretty damn good considering, um, you know, full privateer effort. Like you, I really feel like there will be a factory position for you next year. Maybe not at Husky who, who's to say, but I bet within that organization, whether it be gas, gas, KTM, I just like, I feel, I actually told Max Volan a few weeks ago. Uh, we were talking to him. I was like, hey, you're the only 250 rider. You need to talk to Roger and Ian to get Josh signed up if he's not already because that kid is good. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, I think you'll have a spot next year, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it for sure. And uh, I feel like yeah, this time or this year is going to fly by and we're going to be in 2023 already. Dude, you aren't, lying. you aren't lying, man. It's going to go quick. It always does. But, uh, dude, I, I just want to get you on here for a few minutes and kind of see what your plans were. Cause like, I, you know, you said you haven't really announced anything yet. I had a feeling I'd heard rocks or Husky was helping you out, but I wanted to hear it from your mouth and I, I just couldn't be happier for you, man. I really am a fan and very, very proud of what you've done, man. I, I'm, I'm very thankful that I got a chance to meet you at Hangtown and, uh, get to know you a little bit. Yeah, no, thanks for, yeah. Thanks for giving me uh, a call or, or a text and, um, asking if I want to be on the show. It's, uh, you know, I'm super grateful for that. And I'm um, also kind of another social media platform to kind of announce um, what I'll be doing for next year as well. And then um, hopefully we'll get a post up and official post up on social media uh, here in the next few days. And um, we'll get the ball rolling and hopefully start killing it in East Coast. Absolutely, dude. Go out there and give those boy, those factory boys hell and show them what you're made of, man. Yep, and you said you're going to be at uh, the Minneapolis um, round, right? I will be at Minneapolis, yep. Yeah, yep. but don't talk to him. <laughs> no, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, I'll, I'll shoot you a text, man, and depending on what you're doing Friday night, Steve is doing a live pulp show, uh, like Weege and all a bunch of like, Phil Nicoletti is going to be there, and, and he's doing it at some venue, and they're cutting my hair. I am getting a free motorcycle out of the deal. That's why it's happening. But anyway, uh, I'll hit you up I'll in Minneapolis, you man, and if you guys want to get out, you come out to the show and uh, maybe maybe get on, you know, talk to the fans. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I might have to see. I might have to witness the ponytail get cut. Well, off. I, would rec- <laughs> I would recommend it, Josh. I would yeah. give it. It's going to be well. And I'm going to have to make sure that I I see your face right after it's done, so I make sure it's you, and not like yeah. uh, someone else. I'm like, wait, you that your dark side for sure, right? Yeah, I know it's going to be. I'll probably be in tears, but um, it's all worth it. I'm like I said, I'm getting a free motorcycle out of the deal. I can't really can't really pass it up. I'll grow the hair back, and I'll have a free motorcycle still. 
Yeah, hopefully you can go spend a couple laps on it too in the, at the track. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm going to line up, buddy. I'm lining up for mini on my 125 or my 250. <laughs> Heck yeah. Two stroke, 252 stroke. <laughs> oh, shoot. Bring the two strokes back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, you know I'm old, man, so it's old school. But uh, <laughs> Joshua, dude, it's great having you on. Thank you so much. And I will, I'll see you in a couple months, dude. Yeah, definitely. Thanks again for having me on. And uh, hope you guys have a good one. You too, buddy. Anytime. See you later. Have a good one. Thanks. Awesome, man. I, I love that kid, dude. I am such a fan. Uh, did you know guys know much about him? You probably hadn't. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Other than just. I've seen his name. You know, I see his name flirt around that top 10 and a lot of stuff. Yeah. Kind of on the board, but not really know much about him. But he seems like a good kid. As I said, I made my connection with him at Hangtown when he, he had gotten the factory ride, the, the fill in ride after Iron Man. So at Hangtown, or not Hangtown, Paula, and then Hangtown. Mm-hmm. And, man, he just. He improved so much, and his personality, the things he said, his his um, maturity, and and respect for what he was being given, his appreciation was so impressive. You know, I mean, we all know each other well enough that like that that stuff's important to us. Like, you know, the way you two were raised by your mom, and you know, like that's important. And that kid was happy, and like I said, he he said even if I don't. If I lose this factory ride and I don't get it back and I go back to being a privateer, I'm very thankful for what I got and I should be able to perform better based off what they taught me. I'm going to take everything I learned and I'm going to put it to use. Like, you know, I don't know. I just like that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I remember when I started noticing him, he just started, you know, floating around that top 10. I was like, well, who's this? Yeah, exactly. You know, and then he, yeah, just kept improving. I'm like, oh. Yeah, cool. He's awesome. Uh, I, uh, I that's one of the things that I kind of love slash hate about this sport is there's is there's there's so many guys that you talk to and like you know that they can have the capabilities to do it and like there's so many guys that you want to just see break through and get that top five and yeah, it, and it hardly happens to all of them and yeah. it just, and that's what it like breaks my heart but I love it at this end though it's it it's it's a full circle. Man. I've noticed that way more since doing the show and becoming. Media, quote, you start feeling like, for well, these I guys, becoming friends with these guys, yeah. like, building relationships. I'm like, God, I want that guy to win. Yes. Oh, I want oh. that guy to win. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Oh man. Like if, oh. You know, like, if it was up to me. There's like 25 this, guys that can win. It's so different than five years ago when I was like, who cares about that dude? I don't know. You know, like Chisholm, and, like back in the James Stewart days. You guys know I was the James guy. I didn't like Chad, and I didn't really care about anybody else. And now it's like I like everybody, man. I just want everybody to win, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Real quick, because we're we got to wrap this thing up. Two fifty West, who wins a one? Michael, Jet Lawrence, uh, Scotty, uh, Craig, Wes. Oh man, you both stole my picks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can stack on top. Yeah, there. you can. <laughs> we I mean, double down. Want. I'm gonna yeah. actually. Can I, I'm gonna change mine? No, you're I can't, I can't change it. it? Well, <laughs> hold on. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, all right. Change yours. Okay, I th- I think. Either 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 Craig or Shimoda. I think okay, so I think Jet and the the these guys come in a little too hot. Okay, no, no Jet uh, has to win. I, I do, I'm taking the under. I'm taking yeah. the under. I, I want to. I, I I can't argue with you, but I'm taking the I'm taking the under. Most of them might come out yeah. swinging. You know, he was pretty close on a couple last yeah. year, and then yeah. Well, I'm invoking Daniel. Yeah. Jet has to win in a him one, <laughs> and all of them to be generational. Yeah. This year, yeah, okay. because if he doesn't win the two fifty title, this is his second shot. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. And if if he doesn't do it in his second year, 
when other people did it in their first year. Okay. I'm going Colt Nichols for A1. No, we're just talking about A1. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, I'm going Colt Nichols. But I'm saying for Jet, he has to yeah. win A1, and he needs that perfect season or close to it to be generational. Since okay. that's a conversation that's being had, I can so see Joe Dan- sitting. That's in- just Daniel doing yeah. what he does. I think it's. <laughs> it's. I think it's harder now to do that than it was. I agree. Even five yeah. years. I know, agree. Two years ago, three. Years I agree. Ago. Totally. Yeah. Hunter is generational. Hunter is my Lawrence brother. We know this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up for the night. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hang tight. We'll, we'll we'll have a little general discussion before we close it out for a few minutes. But I want to thank a Cherubies USA, Race Tech Suspension, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID, Shock Socks. Oh, shout out to Shan Garcia from Berm Lords and Shock Socks. First of all, he's healing up from COVID. He's been very sick, but he is allowing me, as always, to crash at his house tomorrow night before I fly out. So thank you, Shan Garcia. <laughs> Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing for you WP suspension guys, especially if you're out on the East Coast, Florida area, hit up Power Band Racing, and True Fusion Sports. I want to thank Wes Cargo, Michael Dean Gage, and Scotty for coming in. Uh, other than that, that is a wrap on 218. Uh, no show next week because I will be traveling. We'll be back after round two. What, Scotty? I was just going to say, we, we're about to do, for our YouTube listeners, we're about to do a little general chat. So Said those that. of y'all listening to... Said that. You already did. No, I'm just busting your balls. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, if you're listening in post. If you're, if you're listening post, yep. check into some of those. Either check into it with live if you can't come back and watch on YouTube because we do do some stuff afterwards, and uh, we're trying to kind of hype that up. So. Yeah, we started that last week, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, other than that, though, we're out. See you.